What do you say, Ace? Wantum in here. Hope all is well. Hope uh, you guys are in good spirits. I'm feeling good right now. I can't complain. I mean, I'm sure I could complain, but I think I've done enough of that on the podcast. <laughs> Episode number seven, guys. We made it. Number seven. Apparently, seven is the magic number where people drop out of podcasts. I, uh, I think my friend told me he read this in some sort of how to make a podcast for dummies book that uh, they said if you hit seven episodes and you do, you know, seven or more, like that's the threshold. Like if you hit seven, you're legit. You didn't give up and you're going to continue doing it. Um, so I'm just here to say that this is the last episode of the one too many podcasts. I um, it's just too much, too much work. Nobody's listening anyway. So fuck it. What am I doing here? <laughs> nah. Actually, I really enjoy this. I don't know who's been listening. It's it's hard to gauge. It's still very early in the... I'm still very early in the podcasting game. But uh, I'm having a lot of fun here. I'm enjoying making the content. And I'm not going to give up. Because I find it very therapeutic. I've already gone over this. How um, making content is one of the few good things that have happened in 2020. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I'm grateful for a lot of things. But realistically for myself like everything else i'm grateful for involves other people like this is the only thing i have that i'm a part of myself um and i'm enjoying it i like this you know um i also like the other podcast i'm doing with my uh my man the mick uh chico and the mick please check us out we're doing big things over there and i hope that uh if you guys like what i'm doing here that you'll check check us out over there as well um the mick's awesome he's uh you know, definitely my better other half. Um, who am I kidding? I'm I'm the better one of the podcast. So if you like me, tune in because I kind of try to shut them up over there. So check us out, Chico and the Make. Anyway, that's actually my first plug, right? My first official plug of anything. Nobody else wants to be advertised on here. So I'm just going to plug the only other thing I'm a part of, which is Chico and the Make. Um, so what's going on here, guys? Um, I actually wanted to talk about something. It's a little serious. I uh, know I rarely do that unless I'm bitching and moaning and groaning. But um, there's a disturbing trend that's going on in the Latino community, and it's really alarming me. Um, I'm trying to figure out why the fuck are so many Latinas having plastic surgery? Uh, I'm talking about a lot of women um, are getting work done. Women that I've known, women that I know through other people, uh women that I just see like in the Latino community, there's a lot of surgery going on. And I don't know if anybody's really addressing this, but it seems like we have some sort of problem with uh, our standards and beauty. Maybe it's because I can't find one ugly person on Telemundo and Univision, not even on the news, nothing like there's no unattractive people on TV. There's never been, I mean, even the old ladies are kind of sexy in a weird way, but um, I don't know what we're doing as a community. It's um, it's crazy. And the reason why I bring this up is because yesterday I was um, listening on the radio. There was a woman by the name of she's actually a producer from um that show El Gol de la Flaca. I think it's on Telemundo. Uh, anyway, uh, her name is Hel uh, Helena Solano. Um, for you non-Spanish speaking people, if you saw her name, it would be Galena, uh, uh, Galena Solano. 
Um, it's spelled G-E-L-E-N-A. So for us, that's Helena. Um, anyway, she was talking about um, her sister that's in some grave physical um, danger right now. And I'm over here listening to her. I'm like, oh, shit, is her sister dying of COVID or what's going on? So she goes on to explain that her sister went to some doctor, some plastic surgeon in Miami for lipo. And she ended up in a coma and she's now fighting for her life. I, I think she might be um, have lost oxygen to her brain. She was saying something how her sister had pneumonia and her blood pressure was low. So um, I guess she's trying to say that doctors never should have done the surgery. But uh, I don't know what's going on there. If it's malpractice, I'm not going to get into the medical aspect of this. I'm sure that they'll they'll be looking into that. But I... I heard her say this and she was obviously, you know, distraught and she's talking about her sister, but she starts pleading with listeners to be careful with getting plastic surgeries and, you know, not to do it and whatever. So I'm like, wow, you know, I, I get that. Yeah, her sister went in for plastic surgery and now she may die and that fucking sucks. So out of curiosity, I decided to look up um, Miss Solano and, you know, her sister's not famous, but she is. So right away, pictures come up of her, and she looks like the Latino version of the Barbie doll when you would get a Barbie. I mean, I I don't have a particular eye for plastic surgery, I but it looks like this lady had a lot of work done. She's 50 years old, and she looks fucking amazing. She's in all these pictures with her man who's all buff and shit and whatever. They look great together, but you can just tell she had a lot of work done. And uh, when I looked at the comments on some of the stuff that she was saying about her sister and not getting surgery, one of the first things that came off was how people were um, bringing up the hypocrisy of the fact that this woman who's telling people not to get plastic surgery obviously had tons and tons of work done. Um, so that's kind of fucked. You know, her sister's in a coma and she's from getting plastic surgery. So I get she's trying to alert women and I respect her for that. But she obviously is tainted when she already went ahead and did all this work herself. It's like Kim Kardashian coming out and saying, hey, don't get plastic surgery. Done. Like, no, bitch, you fucking had tons of work done. Like, nobody's going to listen to you. You look great now. So now, yeah, your sister's in a coma. Now you want to warn us, um, you know, so. I don't know, but this isn't the first plastic surgery to go, to go wrong. I mean, this is going on all the time. This one was in Miami, but um, a lot of times I hear these women going into third world countries and getting work done and things don't always go so well, man. Um, you know, so this, I don't know her name, the sister's name, but um, Helena Solano's sister is 32 years old. I saw that much. And she has a 50-year-old sister with a tiny little waist, a fat ass, and big perky titties. And she's 50 years old. So, of course, the 32-year-old, and I saw pictures of her, you know, uh, she may not have needed lipo, but if she wanted to have something else done, you know what I mean, facially, I, I could have seen that. I know that sounds like, a, oh, God, you're such an asshole. She's in a coma, but look, whatever. I, I could I could use some work too, but I'm not going to do it just because of the the impacts of health. These, these, these are serious serious things that you're doing to your body you really have to think about it like what the fuck is this surgery necessary um because obviously for this woman to be in a coma and to possibly not come out of it that was an unnecessary surgery 
uh, you know, to, to get lipo done. And it's fucked up, man. Um, because she's probably looking at, again, her sister and her sister's in, in entertainment and, you know, she's around all these people. So she sees that and it's like, that's her example. And women, so many women are doing this in, in our community. And it's like, what the fuck is happening, man? I mean, I wish this young woman a full recovery. I do hope that everything goes well. Uh, it sounds like it's not too good for her, but who knows, man? Fingers crossed. I hope it goes well. But I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with our community. What is going on with our women that this is happening? Like, why are Latinas doing this? Um, you know, I, I personally think it's a combination of access to cheap surgery and um, all those motherfucking bullshit-ass filters you're using on social media. Uh, like, when I was growing up, I remember back in the day, the only women getting plastic surgery were rich white women. And then there was also Michael Jackson who became a rich white woman, you know, himself. So it's like, Latinas weren't getting surgery back then. This wasn't like white women were going out and getting big tits. And I remember I would see them on the talk shows, Phil Donahue, and there would be these huge titty women. Uh, a lot of them were strippers or porn stars. Some of them were just regular housewives with money. They had these big, humongous tits. White women like loved those big balloon tits. And Latinas, we didn't get into this until the butt became the big surgery. Like once butts started getting surgery and the 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 that Brazilian butt lift, as they call it, and they start doing all these surgeries and implants in the butt. That's when Latinas got in it. And why? Because in Latino culture, us men love that donkey. We love a fat ass. I love a fat ass. Who doesn't? Fucking fat ass. Mm, we love it. It's like you see a fat ass and it's like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like you love it. But I'm going to give you a personal experience. The only time I ever hooked up with a fake ass was probably over 10, maybe 12 years ago. And uh, back then, they didn't, the surgery for, for butts wasn't perfected. Um, but I remember I had met this chick, whatever, and, you know, we were like talking, and I just kept thinking about that big, fat, fake ass. I knew it was fake. I think she told me it was fake. I, I, my recollection is not perfect, but I knew that she was fake. So I just kept thinking about this big ass. And I, I, it was so big that I was even wondering, I was like, do I have enough dick for all that ass? I mean, my dicks are right, but if you've seen a lot of big dicks in your life, it's not that great. I'm probably all right if you've just seen, you know, average small dicks, um, not those anacondas. So I was, I kept wondering, do I have enough dick? But whatever. Um, I finally got a hold of her. I got behind there. And I got to say, it was like fucking a basketball. And I don't mean it was bouncing or whatever, like what you're thinking, not in a good way. I'm not talking about that. I wasn't dribbling down the court. I mean, I swear to God, it was like fucking a basketball, but not not even a, the kind of basketball that's been played with that you've used a lot in the park. And there's enough air has been let out that you could grip that shit and palm it. You know what I mean? Like, nah, this is a brand new, right out of Models, opened up the packaging basketball. I mean, this shit was so fucking hard that I I kept thinking as I looked at it that there was going to be a Spalding tattoo or something on her ass. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I might as well have fucked a, a homemade fleshlight made out of Play-Doh. 
not, not that I've ever done anything like that, you know what I mean? But <laughs> needless to say, after this experience, I fell out of love with the fake ass. It just, it's, it was all looks and it just didn't have the right feel. There's something about a real ass. There's a, a total difference, you know? When an ass doesn't jiggle and it's just so hard, it's, it's not my thing. Now, I know they've stepped it up with the, with the butts. You know, they, they remove the fat now from your stomach during lipo. They put it in your ass. They, they lift up your titties. They call it a three for, uh, you know, a two for three bundle, um, the mommy special. And you could probably get that done in DR for two Gs or less. Um, you might not end up waking up when you go under, but hey, you know, for two Gs or less, what else are you going to do with your stimulus check, right? Anyway, I'm, I'm just saying, look, and, I'm, and what I'm saying, listen to me clearly right here. I'm going to make this clear. This does not apply if you're in entertainment. If you're a stripper, you have an OnlyFans page, anything like that, I can consider making this and considering this an investment. Your face and body, that's how you make your money. Cool. But if you're some regular ass, nine to five, with 2,000 followers on IG, please stop it. You see these Kardashians getting high-end surgery and looking insanely hot, but you forget that's what they do for a living. And they're dropping serious money. Not that little bullshit you're trying to spend. You're on a budget. If you're going to surgery on a budget, don't fucking do it, man. Uh, you know, go into some BS doctor or go into a third world country that you can't even drink water from. But you're going to go there. You can't drink water in this country. But you're going to go there and have plastic surgery done? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what is the matter with you? I, I, I don't understand. I mean... Look, complications could happen anywhere. You can go to Beverly Hills. You could go to Dr. Miami, I think they call them, whatever. Complications can happen anywhere. I get that. But my Latinas, ustedes son bella. Y'all are beautiful. We have the sexiest women in the world. I, I don't know why you're, you're trying to look like a fucking Snapchat filter. Like, stop, please. That's just deceiving. Looking at those filters and all that stuff and taking those like taking those photos and the way it makes you look, that shit fucks with your head up, man. And it's starting to show. Like things are getting really bad. And and for not for nothing, but with all this empowering bullshit that you're all are, are saying you're spreading amongst each other, you're not living by those those um standards. You're you're following the fake ones. I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Like Women are nowadays, all women are all about uplifting women and we don't need to look anyway and do this and that. And women are, woman is the future or what is it? Female is the future. It ain't going to be the future if you're all going to be dying, having surgery, trying to get your tits up. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, let's, let's stop it. You know? And I know someone's listening, like, who the fuck are you to tell women what to do with their body? You know? But listen, this isn't abortion, you fucks. I'm just suggesting that we start looking at the problem within our community with self-imagery, um, especially amongst women. This is a, a big problem. You know, I have a daughter and I don't want her to grow up that way. I don't want her to think that she needs to look like she's on fucking Snapchat all the time or an Instagram filter. It's not good, man. It's not. Um, this shit, all this filter shit, that's just a new catfish. Like, you don't look like that in person. Let's let's stop trying to follow these ridiculous standards. I mean, I know, look, I, I, I'm saying this and... I end up jerking off to these pictures of these women on the internet. So I understand, you know, that you're never going to be um, happy 
with how you look, even with these surgeries. I don't think so. The, the women that I see getting these surgeries usually look fine and they continue to get surgery so much so that they, you know, like it just continues. You're, you're just never satisfied. It starts with a tit lift, the tummy tuck. Next thing you know, you want your areolas to look like a star and, you know, your roast beef pussy. You want to tuck it back in and make it look like a little tulip again, like you're a virgin. There's all sorts of shit going on, man. And and, and it, needs, it needs to stop. We don't need this in our community. You know, we don't. Uh, no community needs this. Women don't need it. But fuck, man. I'm not a good looking guy. Uh, whatever. Uh, I get that women have different issues to deal with but at this point 2020 let's start addressing the fact that there's an issue with with, with images in the female community especially in the latin community like why are we doing this why are you having all this surgery you know um it's scary man watching women die and go through this and i've seen lots of women and heard of lots of women have complications um and then you're going to these cheap-ass countries to do it, to get a bargain. And como dicen, el lo barato sale caro. You know what I mean? Like, you get what you pay for. And I'm not saying that what this lady went to pay for in Miami. I'm sure she, Miami's Miami. Look, it's not um, Tijuana, you know. So, and, and this shit happened to her there. But we got to really look at our community and why are women risking their lives to look like this? You know, it's fucked up. The amount of surgery that some women have nowadays I can't even tell them apart from the transsexuals. I don't know if it's because the transsexual surgery and transitioning has gotten that much better or women are just doing so much work that they look so fake. I kind of can't tell, you know, um, obviously someone who's born in the wrong body needs to do a lot of work, but there's some women that are born in quote unquote, the right body. And they're putting in as much work as someone who's transitioning which is fucking crazy. And it also makes jerking off on the internet once again questionable for me. I mean, my favorite porn, Big Booty Brazilian Bonanza 17, is all plastic surgery gone right. Well, for the most part. Even this female they snuck in there, um, she fooled me for about a good 45 seconds and made me question my sexuality. And uh, now that I've seen that scene about 30,000 times... I still question my sexuality, but that's for different reasons. Look, if it wasn't for the serious complications, I'd say go for it. You know, do what you got to do to make yourself feel good and look good. But this isn't working out in the gym. This isn't eating right. Surgery's rough, man. It's rough on your body and you're really putting yourself at risk. Again, um, it doesn't matter who your doctor is. Shit can go wrong. I mean, Kanye's mom died during plastic surgery. I mean, it happens, man. It doesn't matter how much you pay or who you go to. Shit can happen to anyone, you know? I mean, and again, anything could happen. You could uh, get hit by a car, as they say, crossing the street, whatever, you know? But if you lay on the street so the car can run you over and make you look better... You know, there's a chance that it might fucking kill you. You know what I mean? I mean, that is probably the worst analogy in the history of analogies. (laughs) But I think you get what I'm trying to say. I mean, we've all heard of the horror stories of surgeries and, uh, you know, what the Solano family is going through right now. Many people have gone through it. And as a Latino and knowing so many Latinas, I know people in my family and people, friends of friends. And the stories just go on and on of 
bad things happening. And the thing we need to do as a community, and I'm calling out all women on this, is we need to step it up in terms of looking at ourselves and making ourselves feel beautiful without the makeup, without the filters, without the surgery. Because when I look online, man, that's really, y'all talk the, the the empowerment and all this stuff, but that's really what y'all are promoting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen what some of these women look like on screen and what they look like not made up. And it's two different worlds. And that's fine if it's just makeup and whatever, but Man, once you start trying to go to extremes like plastic surgery, um, we're really taking it too far. Um, and yes, I'm here. I'm I'm the one man. I'm mansplaining this. I'm the one saying this. I mean, maybe somebody else is bringing attention to this, and I'm not privy to it. I hope that's the case. More power to you. I hope that um Helena Solano, her sister, makes a full recovery, and they can be advocates for this. Um, maybe speak out about why Latinas are doing this and. What can we do to keep people from trying to go to these extreme measures? I don't know. You know, again, I'm just a regular ass dude talking shit and, you know, just speaking from my point of view. But I do hope that women hear this and I do hope that I light a fire under your asses because, yo, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and I hope that the fire I'm lighting under your asses is real asses and not um modified asses. You know what I mean? Um, Because you're not going to feel it if it's anything like that spalding buttocks that i fucked a decade ago but um anyway please just take a good look in the mirror without filters without makeup and ask yourself whose standards are latinas empowering nowadays and whose standards are you living up to because is this really what you guys want for yourselves or are you doing this because you think men like me want it? Well, not men like me. Nobody gives a fuck what I want. But, you know, I don't know what the idea is behind this. But we got to get this conversation going. And I'm not the one to be the representative of it, obviously, by the way I, I say this. But I do hope that someone does. We need it. So, Latinas, stand up. Now, let's continue this Feminist Want Too Many episode. That's right. I'm going all in on the save a hole aspect. And speaking of saving holes, right-wing news radio personality Rush Limbaugh is trending because he called Kamala Harris a hoe, allegedly. Now, I'm going to ask the age-old question. Can you turn a hoe into a vice president? And my answer is yes, of course you can. Kamala dated ex-San Francisco mayor Willie Brown when she was 29 years old and he was 60. First of all, I'm amazed that, at the fact that San Francisco has a straight mayor. I never would have thought that. Um, now, the other little tidbit you should know is uh, Willie Brown, who at the time wasn't mayor, but he was holding some form of uh, office, he allegedly separated, he was separated from his wife. They were estranged for, according to him, 10 years. Of course, every guy who's trying to fuck tells women that they're about to get a divorce and all this other shit when they're having an affair. So I don't know if that's true or whatever. But whatever the case is, allegedly, they were estranged. So he wasn't with his wife. But I'm going to say something here. 
in my eyes, Kamala Harris is a victim. Obviously, Willie Brown used his power and influence on Kamala the same way President Bill Clinton used his on Monica Lewinsky. The difference is, the only thing Monica had to show for it was a cum-covered dress, and she got a little bit of fame and notoriety. Kamala, on the other hand, used that WAP, which we all know stands for Women in Politics, to set off her political career. Now, I have zero issues with this entanglement from 25 years ago. It's not going to make a difference on if that's why I'm going to vote for Kamala Harris or not. But I did look into Russia's comments myself, and I wanted to see what he said and how he said it. And I found that he actually never called Kamala Harris a hoe. So once again, the media takes something out of context. If you watch the actual footage and listen to this, he's quoting a story about an NBA photographer that was fired from the bubble recently because he posted uh, an image that said Joe and the hoe for the uh, Biden-Harris ticket. So he's a news personality. He's, he's reading the news. He's talking about the news. And of course, at the end, he says, what's that about? Um, now, I'm not here defending Russell Limbaugh. I know he's hardcore right, you know. Um, but in this case, he's not calling Kamala Harris a hoe, which is, which is what's being uh, spread and uh, perpetrated on, on here. This is what we're, this is how this conversation started. This is what made me look into it. This is the clickbait bullshit. And so that's why I'm giving my fuck you of the week to the left-wing media for once again, misinforming us. I can't trust you guys if I have to fact check everything. And when I do, I see that, huh, that's not what happened. And another thing, you guys dropped the fucking ball here. Because women are all about empowering right now. So much so that the most popular song that I've been talking about on this show for the past week, WAP, has a hook that starts off with, there's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. The song is so popular, Cardi B just had an interview with Joe Biden this week. So why not ride this wet-ass political train and get some hoes in the White House? Fuck you, left-wing media. Let's get shit together, man. I, I can't trust you guys. I can't trust the right. I can't trust the left. I need to be informed correctly. If you take things out of context and I, I see it's bullshit, I'm not going to believe it. And therefore, it takes away from all the truth that you're saying. So come on, man. Um, Trump is, is, hate to say it, man, but sometimes when he throws that fake news out there, He's not always wrong. Well, number seven is in the books officially. Congratulations to me. I have uh, no one to thank here but myself. And uh, I would just like to thank uh, God for making me and uh, for giving me the will and power to do this podcast to empower all Latinas and everybody in this world and spread a better message. Uh, normally, I've been known to only spread STDs, and now I'm spreading positivity online. Who would have thought? How about that, folks, huh? Number seven.
<laughs> well, look, everybody, that's it. I um, do want to say I apologize for any audio difficulties that the podcast has had. I, fingers crossed, um, will have a better um, sounding podcast moving forward. I don't know when it's coming, but I have some new equipment on the way that's going to make things a little easier and I should have um, a better sound quality and everything else. As for my my um, poor command of the English, as for my poor command of the English language, that's gonna take some working. But I guess the more I talk, the less I sound like uh, I just got off the boat, which is crazy since I was born and raised in this fucking country. But that's um, New York City public ex- education at its finest, folks. I uh, you know want to shout out to my um, elementary school teacher, Mister DeFeo, and uh, all the others. Um, but no, for all, um, thanks for listening to me, guys. Thank you for putting up with this bullshit that I've been doing. And I hope that I'm getting better at it. I hope that uh, you are getting something out of this podcast, some laughs. Maybe you learned something. I don't know. Uh, it's a, a, it's an ever-changing, ever-evolving show. I don't. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't have themes, music. I don't know if I'm ever going to have it. I really don't have a set format. I'm just talking and... It's really helpful to me, and if it helps anybody and entertains anyone in the process, I, I'm happy to do that. Um, please let me know what you guys think. Um, if you're on Apple, please drop some stars. Um, if you like it, five stars. If you don't like it, don't drop any stars, please. But uh, you know, if you like it, drop five stars. Maybe even leave a review. You can do that on wherever else, Spotify, Apple. Um, I said Apple, Stitcher, Google, wherever you're listening to me. Please, you know, show me some love. Um, let your friends know if you think that they would like it, share it and, uh, you know, continue to listen and continue to support. And I will continue to try to do a good show. And I am, as I said, help is on the way to make the show sound better. Um, my apologies again for the poor quality that has happened in the first seven episodes, but let's, let's hope that the next, um, thousand episodes sound better. Right. So, um, one too many. As always, thanking you, loving you, and uh, tuning out. Until next time, toodles.